Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We're back. Here we are. Uh, it's end of game week eight, going into an international break, which you know feels good. It feels good. Um, how are you doing today, Nick? Uh, could you hear uh, that? Yeah, I could hear that. That's like that- the Price is Right losing horn. Yeah, it's kind of how I feel about FPL right now, and also <laughs> Liverpool tied in a shitty fashion. So. Yeah, no, but should I play yeah. it again? Do you want to hear it? Yeah, again? play it one play it one more time. Oh god, I gotta get it queued up. There it is. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn you YouTube ads. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah, no, now it's like doubly apt. Yeah, doubly apt. <laughs> but, uh, trust me, I know how to use technology, okay? I'm not like an old person or anything. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with old people. It's just saying sometimes they struggle with technology. Yeah, like, what are you trying to say? Old people aren't worth it? Wow. I'm Um, just saying that different generations grew up in different times and had different challenges and have different set of skills. Yeah, and everybody matters. Everybody. We're all inclusive. Um, Speaking of that, I watched the Barbie movie yesterday for the first time. It was good. Speaking of what, Jake? Just including everybody and, you know, making sure that everybody, you know. Oh, was that the woke undertone of the movie that, that certain people didn't appreciate that everyone matters and not just like a certain type of person? Yeah, I think it's mostly not just like the patriarchy matters. I think that's the big part of it. But there's a there's a lot of undertones and a lot of things. I, I would recommend everybody see the movie and kind of try to figure it out for themselves. I, I think movies like that are good because yeah. they make us think inward, you know? I haven't seen it myself, but I, I look forward to seeing it and yeah. getting really upset when they start talking about <laughs> stuff I don't like. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, it's good. We'll 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 talk about it once you watch it. Um, also, I do want to do a quick shout out. We didn't get a lot of questions this week, which is fine. Every you know, international break. Everybody's like probably you know spending time with family. Going to take a little bit of a pause. This is the international break that I think comes at a good time. Um, but Wilson has given me a brilliant idea, uh, but I don't, I don't want to share it just yet. We'll share it off the pod because I think suspense. I think it's. I think it might be a new section. Like we have Jake's mistakes, but I think we might have a new section coming up. Um, Does it rhyme with my name, like Nick's something something? We could do that too, but it was going to be probably related to me, you know, because it's all about me. But now that I'm the Jake's you know, new pod host, Jake. like you share recipes of things that you're making. Like these are my yeah. pumpkin spice cookies that I made this week. Well, Every week you have a new baking recipe, and then we spend like. 90% of the pod talking through your recipe and 10% on FPL. It is funny you say that because it does relate to me and food, but it, it's going to be quicker and much more hilarious than me baking. Um, although that might be hilarious too. I don't know. So but related to this, Bobby Love had the question, is Jake being the new pod host to blame for the rise in pod listeners for getting to activate their wild cards? Because this is now Gaz and It is Emma. an epidemic, yeah. Yeah, it's an epidemic. He even asked, is it an STD or STI? I you know, I forget what they call it nowadays. but um, I wonder what they call it across the pond in yeah, the UK. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to ask them, but hard to say it's hard it could be i mean it's contagious right yeah it could be contagious although i have to say i think gaz 
what did he take like a minus 40 mm-hmm. and emma took a minus 56 you took a minus 80 I'm and i was doing the math a lot yeah that that equates to what you made 22 transfers or something uh well yeah i think something like that and the funny thing is is like that's the max number so had i done like one more i would have like realized that i didn't wild card because it like comes up and pops up and says you can't make any more transfers really yeah so you like like, failed to the maximum degree possible exactly it's pretty fun it's classic jake (laughs) well done jake yeah Um, i think you you're probably the cult leader for people i mean like you essentially took the most amount of hits you possibly could without actually fixing it so you are like the bob jones to this cult yeah i think no jim jones that's the one yeah jim jones i think we should maybe possibly create a group like this but the other thing i did want to shout out is thomas said that i like cried to fpl about it i did not cry i only asked if they'd possibly consider giving me my points back which i still have that email the answer was a hard no didn't you threaten them you said that nope. you'd come find them you'd no. uh, <laughs> abduct no them threats. bring them to the park no tie threatening. them to a tree tickle them all <laughs> that no kind of stuff and then they were like maybe uh no threatening uh also pav had another question i don't know if it's related to this or fpl or whatever but his question was at what point do we just burn it all to the ground uh I'm, i can't really condone that unless it's like a sanctioned forest fire burn or like if it's like burning the death star but even then i would say that the death star is not burning to the ground since it's in space do you think it's That's flammable? Just, yeah, I was going to say, is it even flammable? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess more like explode it to the space-time continuum. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, because it's not on the ground and yeah. there's no oxygen. Yeah, but I don't think there's many things that, you know, we should just like burn it to the ground. There are a few things, but few do and you, far between paths. So do you think it's like a question about should we be done with FPL or should we just throw in the towel and say screw it and make crazy moves and... And, maybe i don't, just I don't know it in for the rest of the season maybe but i will say that's a good that's a good thing into our overall points total someone maybe had a good week this week so you were typing while you were talking and i don't think that really made a lot of sense no i was well i was adjusting my like total overall rank because it's gone you're like speaking of burning the death star transition (laughs) to my weak performance of not sucking ass yeah yeah so uh let's go over point totals um how'd you do this week i scored a minuscule 53 points okay i did take a hit so easy was indicated as being injured for a Mm -hmm. substantial amount of time so i brought in james ward prowse and i had already brought in maddie cash on the Mm -hmm. for the game week so took a hit didn't work out um my captain worked out though i captained madison okay so i mean worked out relative to like not i didn't captain holland Holland. yeah Yeah. so that worked out i wish i would have captained sala but i just didn't have confidence in liverpool away at brighton and if you watch the game he I think they got lucky, I guess, to come away with a point. There are some defensive blunders and 
it was just a terrible game to watch as a fan um and okay. then having not captained him it kind of kind of sucked as well you captained him right i did so i also took a minus four um i am trying to figure out who i moved out i don't even remember it's been that oh i i moved in diaby um when there was talk about him likely playing and there's a link you can see it says transfer history when you're looking at yeah. your team it's at the bottom right and it'll show you all the transfers that you've made over the course of the season. Yeah, let me pull it up because I can't remember the other player that I moved out. Too bad uh, you can't do a historical look at that. Go oh, back I to did. a few years ago when you took that minus 80. and <laughs> Yeah, that'd be funny. See all I did the players. burn. You probably moved in like a forward, then moved him out, then moved him in again, and moved him out, yeah. and then in again, yeah. and then out. This is great. I should go back and do all the points totals because I am kind of curious, but... I did make up a lot of ground with the Sala because like that was the thing is like Sun actually was in my team game week five and I would have crushed it had I just stuck with him. Oh yeah, remember uh, how you were bemoaning the fact that you got rid of Sun and then well, he went off and then I want to tell you some he players did terribly I took last week. So you should be like, haha, suck it, Sun owners. I knew he was gonna blow. Yeah, so I took out Sun, Foden, and Gabriel and Johnstone out of my wild card. And I ultimately, I mean, I didn't have Diaby in, but I did for a little bit and switched him with Prowse. And then I also took cash out for Char. So definitely some mistakes in there. Um, but overall, the, the whole Jake's mistakes, the, the whole Sala thing really saved me this week. I, I did yeah, take well a minus four. So I, I took out Bot, Botman um, for Char. And then I also, yeah, brought in um, Diaby um, for Sokka to free up some funds and talk about that in a little bit overall uh good week all my points really came from sala i was actually gonna look up do you know who got bonus points in the man not the man you uh the the spurs game because like how did madison not even get like a single bonus point with the assist that that's kind of absurd to me yeah i was watching that and i was like oh yeah maddo's on the bonus i got him my captive spot he got the assist yeah. So great assists. I, mean, I think is uh I couldn't explain it actually. He's usually like a bonus point magnet, like and he hasn't really been this week. Like even when he got two assists against Arsenal, he only got one bonus point. Yeah, I don't know. I watched that game. I didn't really pick yeah. up on uh Madison's performance. I don't I couldn't tell you like if he lost the ball a bunch or had errant passes, but I was a little his X, surprised. His XA was okay at like 0.45, but um, but yeah, I guess I did put Turner in goal over Ariola, which I was happy about. Well done, about. yeah, that's a good and, move too. Yeah, and U- Udogi got me clean, but otherwise it was a pretty mad week. It's just the, that's what it was, right? Whoever captain Sala did great this week. Yeah, if you hit on your captain, it, yeah. it went well. And um, yeah. yeah, so what's your OR at this point? Uh, 2.2 million. So still a long way to go. But again, oh, I, think the leagues are, I think the leagues are pretty close, right? Like even in our small college group league, um, you know, you and I both like moved closer to the leader. You're 30 points away. I'm 33 points away. Very close. Um, overall, the Hive team had a little bit of a rough week, 41 points, and they were below the average. So they dropped out of the top five. But we'll we'll do that next. Wait, um, I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. how excited were you about Arsenal? <laughs> so this is, that's great. So I got absolutely destroyed my Saturday night. Um, I think I saw something like 20 emergency cases. And I 
like got stuck late. I had to do some surgery. Um, so ultimately I didn't get a chance to even watch the game. Like I had, I had to sleep. So I recorded it and I've watched it since, but obviously it's always not as good watching it after. Um, I was happy. Like, you know, a draw would have been a fair result, but like, I mean, why not take the win? And it, there's, there's been a lot of listening I've done to that. Um, I think my big three takeaways is Arteta did a good job managing. I think, you know, still VAR is the biggest question to me. I don't understand it anymore. Um, And then I think Arsenal are like serious contenders for the league. Uh, They need to get healthy, but I I think this this proves to me that they're going to contend this year um, better than they did last year. So it's good. Um, did you have any other like game week eight thoughts that you really wanted to talk about? The only other thing I wanted to cover is the Brighton bet that you doubled down on. Do we have to talk about that? Well, I just was going to give a brief update. So right now, the fact that you doubled down is like good job on you because only Matoma is in the top 10 and he's tied number 10. Well, you know, I knew it all along regression to the mean. We'd see this, uh, situation where they just couldn't keep it up. I knew yeah. that was going to happen. I knew it. Well, I just want to say, like, I don't condone betting, but it's the same thing in, like, blackjack. When, I, I like, I'm always at tables and people will be showing 11 and they're, like, up they're about to, like, ask for the card. And I'm like, you double down. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, you always double down if you're at, you're hitting 11 at, a, like, a blackjack. And they're like, really? And it's always funny because, like, that's how you make money, man. You got to double down. Good job. Good job on you. No, when you're good, you're good is what I say. Yeah, when you're good, you're good. Um, Okay, so that's the update. Um, I do think the only other thing that I put notes in is is Chelsea back to be determined. They did play Burnley. Um, But other than that, you want to do the league standings? You want to do PSL or league dive? Uh, I'll go PSL. I like that one because I'm in it. Okay, I'll do League Dive. You should be in League Dive as well. I'm also in League Dive, but I'm not in like yeah. 500th place in that one. It's a, it's one of the best leagues in the world. I am in say. 500th place. Uh, my okay. computer's crashing. No, we're good. Right. Okay. No, okay. I'm only in 255th place in League Dive. But I digress. In 5th yeah. place in PSL Super League, we have Z's All-Stars managed by ZF. Fourth place, we have Dear John McGinn, managed by Gary Horwood. Third place and falling is the Bifecta, managed by Andrew Mwangi. A couple red arrows two weeks in a row for Andrew, unfortunately. Wow. Second place is uh, Matt Hall. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson is his team name. And then remaining in first place is the Kuyate Kid, managed by Matt Frisky. So that's... Uh, solid solid team there solid performance from those top five and you know in 17th place we've got <laughs> platino pequeño managed by um me and okay. i'm just in front of dj close nasty so that's yeah, gonna be but great I'm move, moving up um all right going to league dive uh, i'm gonna do top 10 because there's some good names uh number 10 onana na doo doo um Number That's nine. a good name. Yeah, it's a great name. Number nine, FC Dre uh, by Leek 
or Leke. Uh, number eight, got to be an American here. Trusty the Processy, Matt Bunting. Nice job, Matt. Uh, That's a great name. Game. That's yeah, like a Sixers nod, TTP. Yeah, TTP and throwing uh, an American in your name, great. Uh, number seven, the Star Boys. Prithvalal. I'm not even going to pronounce your last name. I'm sorry, I'd butcher it. So Prithvalal P. Uh, number six, undeniably good, uh, Alex Jones. Number five, Bielsabub. Um going to also butcher this name, so I'm just going to say your last name, D. Gallagher. Number four, uh, up the Ricenol, Matthew Parr. Uh, 72. Oh, my God. I got to look at your team. And then number three, Lala team, Salah Badar, 74. Number two, Al Mekin, um, Elijah Mekin. And number one, Seahorse Run, Jared Hughes. Congrats to all you guys. So, a lot of teams with Sterling in the lineup. Yeah, I Sterling. think Sterling owners are finally getting rewarded, right? Wow, this guy had that. He had 72 points without a solid captain. He captained Maddo, but he had Isaac, Sterling, and Saliba and Tarkowski. Interesting. Um, 74 pointer. Also, Captain Maddo and Sterling and Isaac and Trippier. That's interesting. All right. Um, the only other thing I'd like to shout out is I did get a win in the draft league. Congrats. Is to that me the one where you forgot to attention. draft and you yep. drafted Lukaku? Completely. Well, so the, the did computer you beat someone who's Lukaku. not playing? No, I think everyone's playing except mostly me, but I started trying to play. Um, you did it. Yeah, I did it. Uh, let's go to questions. Wait, so, can I ask he, you a question? I have yeah. a question for you. So, thinking about players to to look at moving forward um some breakout candidates of this last week include sterling i think neto had a decent game isaac had a good game is of those three or are there any other players that are starting to come on at this point that you are considering or looking at bringing into your squad yeah i think well, so what I was going to say is from our listeners, we had zero like real questions related to FPL. So I did want to kind of talk about that exactly because most people are probably going to be wild carding, right? We wild carded a little bit in advance, but I think we're going to kind of go over who we'd probably go with right now. And then over the next week, I'm going to kind of look at the stats a little bit more in depth and see exactly who I would be going with. And I'm also going to go over plans for my team. You can go over plans for your team. Obviously, that could change because we have a long break. But yeah, I think those are some interesting guys. So so in my opinion, um, it makes it really challenging if you have Holland on your team. But I think Watkins or Isaac are pretty useful. That being said... I'm still too scared to go without Holland because I dropped Holland last year and he had back-to-back hat tricks. He still leads in um, XG, shots on goal, um, and something else. I apologize. I didn't get a chance to put this in. But basically, he's still like a really, really good player. But the big but is he's worth way more this year. So tentatively, what I have kind of thought is possibly dropping Holland after his Brighton and Bournemouth match and going with like a lineup of Isaac Watkins and Alvarez up top. What are your, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I was, I don't know. I was kind of pondering what it would be like to drop Holland 
and spread those funds elsewhere. But I think you make an important point about the underlying statistics. So if his underlying stats were on par with the other forwards in the league, I think it would be a stronger consideration. But I just don't... I just don't... I don't want to be, like, in in the situation that you mentioned. Like, he drops back-to-back hat tricks. I think he'll probably pop off eventually, right? Yeah, so Isaac is close to him. His XG is only 2.5 behind. Now, Holland has a little bit better XA. But like you said, Holland's owned by everyone. And my other fear is, is Isaac going to get rotated if Wilson's back to, like, more full fitness? Um, but honestly, if you look at the numbers, Isaac to me makes more sense than Watkins. They both have pretty good fixtures too. Is um, uh, is KDB out for the season? Is he done? No, I don't think so. Uh, let me look at that while we kind of talk about other options. But it says overall, expected back mid December at least on okay. the IPL site. I yeah. I was also thinking about this in the context of like who Holland is playing with. I think KDB unlocks a certain level of Holland that we don't see with the other teammates that he has on Man City. KDB is just mm-hmm. on another level for some of the services that he plays in, and they yeah. they seem to have pretty good chemistry. So I think that could be another thing to watch. I'd be really curious. I I'm almost in in the sense of like let's burn it down, and go without Holland, and and see what I can come <laughs> yeah. up with. Like, Maybe that's what Pop Pav was really. Yeah, into. like blow up the template, burn it down, and and just uh, try some a few few different things and okay. see if you can make ground. I don't know. So, so let's argue this. So say we go without Holland, we kind of named our forward line. Would you go with anybody else up top, or would that be your starting three? Or your, like your three forwards? <laughs> the forwards I like, in no specific order, are Isaac, Isak, um. Watkins, I like Alvarez. I don't know. I think you have to have Alvarez if you. Yeah, it's like Man Holland. City coverage. Yeah. He's pretty pretty affordable still. Um, so what would that give you? So right so now I have two. what? Yeah. I have like twenty six million yep. allocated for my forwards. Okay, and, and then let's go to the midfield. So I think Sal is a must own then if you're not going to go Holland. Plus, he's honestly like his underlying stats make sense, right? His his xG is five point seven and his xA is four point seven. Yeah. Um. So that's leading midfielders in both categories. Weirdly, besides Saka, the next like the the midfielder that's even above Saka for xG is uh, Decore for Everton. Um which is pretty absurd. He's got an XG of 4.8. Now, this is on understat again. I'm not looking at FPL. Um, it's usually pretty close. Um, but Decore has three goals. And Everton did win 3-0 against Bournemouth. But I think Everton's been kind of underperforming. Yeah, they but suck, I think, though, also. Yeah, so I think midfield-wise, I think Sala and Son and Maddo would be kind of must-owns for me, which is... That's a big chunk of change, so I'm going to have to do the math a little bit. But that's the three I would go you with. You got Mbumo up there, too, with his well, 4.58 XG. Yeah, with how many PKs has he taken? Two or three? Not enough. Yeah, not enough, right? So Mbumo would not be someone I'd be wild carding in. I'm going to keep him on my team because he plays Burnley next. But I would go uh, Sala, Sun... And then Maddo for sure. Sokka's going to be a TBD based on his injury. 
Um, I think it's going to be hard to go with all four of those guys. So you might be, I might, I would maybe be moving out Matto for Sokka, depending. But the, the problem with Sokka is he's not taking penalties. So, like, again, this is where we're going to underline the stats a little bit more next week. And then I think my fifth pick would be, like, a Diaby or Bowen, in all honesty. I do like Bowen's schedule. Yeah. I think West Ham's a good idea. Ward-Prowse is decent, but I think, honestly, Bowen makes way more sense if you can afford him. Yeah, I'd go like triple West Ham if I could. Really? Okay, so what? So do you disagree or agree with that midfield lineup? Is there anybody else you really want to mention? Like, I think Man U's kind of a stay away. Like, the fact that they won that game last week is absurd to me, and McTominay getting hilarious goals. Yeah, yeah, in like hilarious. the 93rd and 96th minute or something. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of him though. I mean, of all the players to do it, I'm glad McTominay did. Like a Man U kid at heart. Um, also, I think it's a big, like, F you to Ten Hag, who, like, hasn't been playing him very much. I think that's funny. So Yeah, I like that Harry Maguire got the assist on that last goal, too. <laughs> I did not Just, like, that. a hilarious yeah. combination of players. Like, if I named – or if I told you that Man U was going to miraculously come back and win that game in, like, the last minute of the game, do you think you would ever – ever yeah, think that you like be able to pinpoint oh yeah harry Maguire assisted <laughs> yeah. dominate for the winning goal what are the betting odds on that one yeah no i i don't but i think they're kind of a stay away for right now um yeah i, I really don't know if i'd go anywhere else at this point in time um sterling's interesting he's still he, i mean he's got three goals but zero assists uh, like maybe uh, and then maybe discuss like Matomo a little bit, but th- those are the only ones that would be even like on my radar. So I, th- I think weirdly, like if you don't go Holland, you're probably going to have a pretty template team in a sense. Um, and then in the defense, I kind of think Trippier is becoming almost essential. Yeah. Um, I think you can do it without him, but I mean, what like what is his like results the last few games? Like he's gotten a return in three games in a row plus two cleans. It's it's pretty absurd. Um, I'll I'll pull it up. But he would if you could afford him. I think he's almost a must own. He's still behind Anderson weirdly, and I know he costs a lot. But he has like Palace, Wolves, Bournemouth, Everton, Fulham, Luton, Forest in out of his next 10 like yeah he does have good, like good a, set of games coming yeah, up he's got a good set of games coming up and they are in champions kind of league like, i don't know yeah. what the rotation is going to be like i think they're not super deep at in like the defensive positions yeah. i haven't been following newcastle super he's played closely though every game though and he has five assists in eight game weeks so <laughs> he's a hilarious player not like hilarious but just like the fact that he's yeah. in his mid thirties and is essential to that Newcastle team in what he does as an outside yeah. back or fullback or whatever they call it over there. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people, you know, talked about bringing Trippier in game week five if they could do it, but it never seems to happen that way. He's just so damn expensive. And, and but look at his look at his return since game week five. After they were done with City, Pool, Brighton, Villa, four of probably the better offenses in the league. It's been clean, clean, clean assists versus West Ham. So he's had on average 40, 
44 to he's averaged 11 points per game like i think he's i think he's kind of a must own um i would also consider an arsenal defender saliba has a toe injury and isn't going to the french camp so we'll have to kind of monitor that but i think gabriel now that he's kind of nailed back in like could consider him I like Dina. Um, I think Dina could be a good shout for. Uh, okay, that's interesting because I would I would go more cash, but oh I would yeah, have to definitely look cash. That. I guess I already have cash on my team, so I was thinking about other guys that I would bring in. But yeah, cash okay. for sure. Dina secondary if you wanted another. And Villa then I, asset. I, yeah, I think Udogi or Poro. Um, you know, right now they're actually pretty close in price. So again, probably if you're wild carding, look at that closer. And interestingly, Kufal has four assists in a row. I don't think he's going to keep that up. Yeah, his underlying numbers aren't that great, but... Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, his clean sheets haven't really come through, but again, we talked about West Ham's fixtures are pretty good. So I think, to me, it would be like Bowen and Kufal would be high on my list. You could even take a punt on someone like Antonio, but I would, again, have to look at that a little bit more. Yeah, I want want three West Ham players in my team starting game week 10 because they have Everton, Brentford, Forest, Burnley, Crystal Palace. So, like, such a nice run of fixtures that they got to get some cleans, they got to get some goals in those games, just pick the the highest performing players if you can. What's a little bit hard for me is, again, I don't have the wild card, so it's going to be tricky, and I have Areola, so I don't like making goalkeeper changes if, I, if I'm if i not wild carding. But I think ideally, if I could, could pick whatever goalkeepers I wanted, price being not super important, I'd probably go Raya for Arsenal and then, like, Turner as my backup. Um, but I think Ariola and Turner right now I'm super happy with. I've rotated them and gotten cleans in my last three game weeks. Um, so that's kind of – those are the defenders I'd be, like, interested in targeting. Anderson, I don't hate him. He's got some good fixtures as well. And then I think Chelsea underlying defensive numbers are pretty good. City, uh, it's tough. Like, they just never have, like, that great of, like – defensive like point totals because they don't get a lot of returns yeah so they're still kind of a stay away for me um but yeah that's kind of like the rough team i would look at is there anybody you feel like we're missing or need to talk about the only other player that's kind of came out of nowhere was cole palmer for chelsea yeah i love the uh the snap to try to bring him in as like he's on pens and he what he's super cheap or something so that that's the reason that people want to bring him in. I have no 4. interest. 4.9. Uh, 4.9. Oh, oh, and uh, Nick Jackson finally got a goal, right? Yeah. I didn't really want to talk about that because he pisses me off because he didn't get a yellow card and he got a goal for, like, his second goal of the season. But Is he on four yellow cards right now? No, he got suspended. Oh, he already served a suspension? Yeah, I think uh, – I was just looking at the underlying statistics. Like, he's – second or third among forwards for expected goal involvement or xg something like that yeah and uh he's like the decore of the forwards where he's just like an xg merchant and just cannot do anything did you see the goal that he scored it was it was less than impressive but he'd scored so um a goal is a goal i guess yeah he only played 45 minutes but um he had this is his like game week totals for when i finally dumped him he played five game weeks one goal against luton 
uh, five yellows out of his first six game weeks, and then he was suspended for Fulham and then came back for Burnley and played a f- five, 45 minutes and got a bonus point and a goal. So Maybe he's yeah, confused he, about how the game works. He's like, yeah. I thought I was supposed to get yellow cards and <laughs> take a lot of shots, but none of them will go in. Isn't yeah. that how you score points in this game? Uh, that's how what it felt like. I think they were like mostly descent yellow cards too, which was really frustrating. Um, yeah, I don't really think at this point in time I need to mention anybody else. Um, I think we all do a little bit of research this week. I'm gonna you know keep working. You know, keep keep uh, messaging us. Um, retweet the pod. That always helps out. Um, I'm gonna do a little bit more work on the website. Um, we really appreciate your Patreon money so, you know, we can fund our luxurious trips. We do really want to go to England next year. I had messaged you guys not too long ago about that. Um, Scunthorpe or, uh, Newcastle? Scunthorpe or Barcelona? No, uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm assuming London is going to be the best, but we'll have to kind of figure that out. Uh, of course, Marco was like, I'm in, but like, I got to save money. And he's all worried about that. But I was like, what if I pay for all of it, Marco? So we'll have to fi- we'll figure that out. We'll figure out the details. Later. We'll talk about it for sure. We'll talk about it. Um, but I don't really think there was much else to discuss this game week, although we did have one fun question from Bobby Love. So we'll hit that up. All right. Uh, I've never heard of this, but how would you finish the 6-12-18-24 challenge? You have to complete the following things in 24 hours, one of each in the amounts listed above. So six of something, 12 of something, 18 of something, so on and so forth. Miles run, beers drank, donuts eaten, <laughs> wanks. <laughs> that was the first time I'm seeing this question, and I was reading it as you were reading yeah. it off. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that's st- standard. That's standard. Bobby. That's okay. Oh. And I, I asked my up wife, and she... Yeah, I asked my wife, and she's like, do you have to talk about that today? And I was like, well, we don't have to, but it was a question. 6, 12, 18, 24. So what is it? 6 miles run, 12 beers drunk, 18 donuts eaten, and 24 wanks? I would not do it that way. I don't know about you. Now, I, <laughs> what I do are you, think you can divide it up however you want. Like, you could run you, 24 yeah. miles and yeah, you could drink run 24 18 beers. Miles. Yeah. I, so I want you to go first, and then I'll go second, and then I do have like one question and one comment. Uh, okay, so I think of the things that I could do in a twenty-four hour period. I don't even think I could do twenty-four of any of those things. Maybe donuts. <laughs> like that's kind of what I thought. That would be pushing it. Um, well. Well, my question is, would donut holes be acceptable? Because those, I don't know if they have those over the sea, but like 24 donuts. Oh, well, they probably have a hilarious done. name for it, like Pip Pops. Yeah. We got Pip Pops for breakfast. Yeah. Um, I mean, for those of you who don't know what a donut hole is, which I feel like most people do, it's it's just like a circular donut that's much smaller. So that would be my curiosity. I think it's a spherical donut. It's like it's, yeah. when they make the ring of the donut, the thing that yeah. comes out of the middle is called the donut hole. Yep, and that's what they make, and I feel like that would be doable. But yeah, twenty four would be a lot. But I don't know what else you'd make twenty four, right? Like, to me, wanks would have to be six. I think personally, I mean, yeah. I don't. I might get made fun of for that, but I don't think I no, could do that's more. a that's a high number yeah. as it yeah, is. Six is like a tough one. I probably do uh, twelve miles 12 run miles. and then eighteen yeah. beers, or maybe eighteen miles run and twelve beers. Yeah, 
Ooh, that'd be tough. Cause like you'd have to. I mean, eighteen miles in a day, you're gonna have to at least. You gotta split that up a few few different ways. Yeah. And like, given the amount of time that you have in twenty four hours, like you're gonna have to be doing some of these things at the same time. So maybe you're you're jerking it and you're running and you're drinking oh, a beer. That and was you're the question. Because he said he said you have to finish before you can move on to the next one. I was like, that's like I don't even know how you could do that. Mm. Yeah. Um. I, that, I don't even I don't even know if that's real because I don't yeah, think I'd that's love to know, humanly like, possible. The, the folklore about that. Um, yeah, and then the other thing that I wanted to comment is I do feel like if you were a lady, you might have a better chance at this because I mean I feel like I would switch my order around and twenty four winks would probably be what they would go with, and then you could at least decrease everything else. Yeah. Okay. I like I like. Uh, your perspective on that yeah i you, would just uh, did you consult with your significant other there or are you just no uh, i didn't going off, i uh, didn't i'm just going off of some like a different anatomical differences so okay um but yeah that that's my that's my take on that one thanks bobby always <laughs> interesting with you are we are we gonna be uh canceled for answering this question on the podcast no, I think you mostly just have to mark that this is a um, explicit podcast when we send it through. I think that's all you have to do. Oh, you're do. supposed to mark it explicit? I never do that. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Uh, yeah, I think so. I just uh, marked it as children's podcasts. I figured we'd reach more kids because more kids are on podcasts these days. <laughs> figured we'd touch more kids that way. Yeah. Touch their uh, hearts, Jake. And we're canceled. Now um, we're canceled. We've done it. Now we don't have to work anymore. Yeah. So plans this week for me, I, I'm bringing in Trippier for a Stupignon barring injuries, I think is my move. Do you know what you're doing this week? I'm looking at maybe I'll monitor the soccer situation, but I may transfer yeah. him out if he's injured more long term. Okay. Might okay. bring in Bowen. Like I said, I really like the West Ham fixtures. So I think I Bowen a is, is a guy that I really want to have on the team. So that yeah, that's the FPL plans. What are your what are your social plans oh i'm going to atlanta group. port they have a porch fest so i'm going to atlanta this what? weekend what is yeah. a porch fest um i think like or people just pork like fest porch is like that we're getting like, your six wanks in no p-o-r-c-h uh i don't know if they have porches in england again they, i'm hoping um but yeah i think they play music on the porches and like people drink and eat food and it should be a good time i think the weather is going to be nice hopefully and sadly so that, i work you're just going to atlanta for porch fest yeah cool. well and and we have friends there so it should be a good nice. time and then i work the following week hopefully it's not as bad as it was this past week but we'll see 24 surgeries 18 castrations 12 <laughs> euthanasia and six whatever else you do at your job i probably hit those numbers this week um, in a 24-hour period we gotta <laughs> keep track it was close i would say um all right what about you are you doing anything this weekend no no okay good what about next week uh just taking some time to relax with the family uh try not to think about soccer like i love watching the games but i have been a lot more depressed this season given the fpl situations week in week out so it's it's like a you know the two sides of the same coin or whatever the saying is like I like I, the international break to take my mind off of FPL but I miss 
you know, being able to wake up on Saturday mornings and, and just enjoy watch it. the games and yeah, yeah. So yeah. I will say it's been a tough FPL season, but the nice thing is is that the Premier League right now is pretty close, right? Like you have Spurs and Arsenal tied. Yeah, thanks to the referees. <laughs> yeah. I saw this like meme about how like VAR decision and then underneath it was like whatever Man City wants. Um but I mean, yeah, you guys have been Liverpool's been screwed pretty badly too. I'm sure it's, it's all like if you looked at it over the course of what whatever all of VAR's existence, it's probably come out even or you know maybe as close to a wash as possible. But it feels like it's a little skewed or biased this season. I, I would like to think that it's like human nature, like the Kovacic situation. Like they were like, oh, I don't want to send him off, even it's though like, he just oh yeah, last two week we gave tackles. a red card in the same situation, except the Liverpool player actually touched the ball before he destroyed that guy's ankle. In this case, there was no attempt to play the ball. He just destroyed the guy's ankle. Yellow card. We're applying the laws consistently and equally. Yeah. That is actually almost more of a concern to me than the whole, I mean, like the, obviously the whole Liverpool Spurs situation is just an embarrassment, but that just sounds like they were dumb, which I don't know if that's better or worse. Um, the, the thing that I want to like return back to as an Arsenal fan that I had to deal with is I remember Martinelli got two yellow cards in the same passage of play one for like, um, like I think he like tossed the ball away or like, yeah. And then the tackle wasn't even that bad, but they gave a yellow card for the tackle and then a yellow card for like delaying the game. I think he just stood in front of the guy trying to throw two and just bumped them. But I'm like, if you can give someone two yellow cards for that, I think Kovacic deserves two yellow cards for what he did. Just my take on it. Yeah, um, I, I agree that it should have been a red card. And I don't understand how they review things like that. But well, I think, they can't uh, review the, the second yellow. said, like, they didn't want to have a huge impact on the game or something. So that yeah, they, but that, they had that's... discretion in that situation. I know that's the thing that like blows my mind. I'm like, so games like between like Wolves and Arsenal, you can have a big impact, but then when someone like two foot someone, I know he didn't two foot him, but like uh, clearly a it yellow was pretty card. bad. It was full studs yeah. up, like right on his ankle. Didn't yeah, make and even any, if you like attempt yeah. on the ball, other than that the ball was there a second. I don't want to make it. There. I don't want to make it a ref con like podcast and of our podcast, but I guess my point is is like that maybe they should consider reviewing the second like fouls if they're like harsh enough for a yellow i don't know yeah it just puts more pressure on them though and if they can't even call off sides right which should have a line like how can you make the decisions right on cards and i do agree like when you look at them in slow-mo they always look worse so i'd rather that not be the case but to me it's like if it's a yellow card it's a yellow card it shouldn't shouldn't be that hard like if you're like you look at it and you're like, that's a yellow card. It shouldn't be like, oh, well, he's had a yellow card already, so I'm going to give him... Like, that. that's not how it should work as a ref. It shouldn't matter. All right. I'm Nick. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die.